Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. You didn't want to hand over my shit. Why? Yeah, he was... The guy, he seems like a, a serial killer. He was, like, questioning me who I was. He's like, are you Mr. Raymond? I was like, yes, I am fucking Mr. Raymond. Give me the goddamn coffee. <laughs> Trying to hold it back from me. Was he really? He, like, didn't believe it was you? Yeah. And did you tell him to eat a big, soggy bag of dick? <laughs> I told him to fuck himself as I took it out of his hand. <laughs> Listen, buddy, you can go get fucked. You can get fucked by a wire-haired pointer. <laughs> he looked like a high school science teacher. Fuck that guy. He probably got fired from being a high school science teacher. <laughs> for touching kids. Ah, oh, you fucking pussy. I'm playing Fall Guys while I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> what the hell? You know what Fall Guys is? Yes, I know what it is. And why are you playing it while we're fucking potting? I thought we were brainstorming first. And also, this is good content. No, <laughs> <So> it's not. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of radio and podcasting. This is the epitome of marketing and journalism here in the forefront of Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I come to you live with my two dogs on the couch. As I play video games and ignore my brother, this is the Let Me Call You Back podcast. Raymond, hello. <laughs> I'm playing Kings last night, and Dan... That big Indiana fuck in the kitchen. Yeah. He's like, never have I ever lived in Delaware County. I'm like, I haven't, dude. What are you talking about? He just assumed you're from Del... Wow. Did you just assume my gender location? <laughs> or whatever? I mean, is that a gen... No. Did you just assume where I was homegrown, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Grew up in South Jersey. He had me labeled. South Jersey. Dude, every single one of those sandwiches I bought the past two days is from South Jersey. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I think everything. Oh, wait, you have, I think, two that are from, and one in Philly. One in Philly left, and then, what's the other one? I have Lee's Hoagies, and I have Louis G's. That's in Mantua, New Jersey. Yeah, everything's in Jersey. Four of the five sandwiches on the NG... NJPA Delaware sandwich census are in New Jersey. Because <laughs> Jersey's got good food, good good, good sandwiches and, and pizza. The pinnacle of podcasting going on right now. Yeah. This is groundbreaking. <laughs> Big bird sign behind you. I know, you like that? Did you just buy that? <laughs> no. I actually, funny story about that sign. I used to go to a bar in South Philly that is closed now. It's Second and Reed. It used to be called Shamrock's Pub. And when they closed it, it was like the last couple of days, and they were he wasn't going to, to a new bar. He was just closing it. And I was like, uh, hey, Maze, can I have that, that flag on the wall? And he's like, yeah, sure, take it. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I've taken it everywhere with me since they closed. I love that flag. He just gives it to you? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't going to use it anymore. It's an awesome an awesome Miller Lite. I think flag. I knew that guy. The big, big son of a bitch. 
Big son of a bitch maze. Threw some dats. John Brennan, one of the best men in Philadelphia. I'll, I'll give that guy. <laughs> John Brennan? There's probably 100,000 of them in Philly. I know, but this one's a good one. <laughs> He's a... Uh, Mr. Uh, Mays is the shit. Shout out to, to Mays if he watches this podcast. If you're in South Philly watching this podcast, Mays, thank you. He doesn't watch this. His his sons might. He's got two sons that are pretty awesome. Shout out to John Jr. And, and Ryan. Big pasty Irish fuck. That's how I would describe him. He's a big pasty Irish fuck, but at one point he was a tall, skinny Irish fuck that played basketball. <laughs> really? his, his son is like six foot four or six foot five and Coaches basketball and shit. They're a good family. They're good people. <laughs> did we did we say our prayer yet today? Go birds. <laughs> no. Go birds, you dangle. Go birds. Um, better go birds. You think Biden's gonna be at the Super Bowl? I don't know. He'll be there. I don't know why you brought that up. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I just want to see what he says. He's like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, he's just trembling is it i'm scared dude I, I how how far are we to the next we got fucking one year till the next election right i have no idea you think they run that dog biden you think biden's yeah, gonna you, win again you think they're gonna run him again <laughs> i don't think so no animal abuse at this point that guy's a racehorse he's not even a fucking politician anymore <laughs> racehorse on tra- on Get like, me. I'm they from just... Scranton, New Jersey. We shot down that fucking weather balloon, <laughs> dude. If you read, if you read the articles on it, <laughs> no, dude. I was just seeing people talking about it all day. My favorite part was all of the memes that people like. Oh, it's not a Chinese weather balloon. It's actually, and it was just like different pictures of people's faces, like <laughs> opaque, like pasted on the fucking weather balloons, like like crying Michael Jordan. They're all the conservatives are going crazy. Like all the nut jobs and shit that are like talking about shooting it down themselves before they get shot it down, actually. Like over the Midwest and shit. I was just at the sportsman's club last night. He's like, give me a gun, I'll take that bitch down. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I was sitting there with mommy and daddy while they were having dinner and everything, and uh, they were doing like a block pool party or whatever they were up there for. And someone, like probably four times while I was standing up getting like a, a drink, I heard at least four different people being like, you see that shot, that weather balloon down in there? <laughs> yeah. They're from bro. I don't know why they have that accent. Yeah. They really do. Like, some bitches are flying around around. He's like, I'll shoot that balloon down, then I'll take that some bitch Biden out back and put one in him, too. <laughs> <laughs> the Rolling Stone article, it has, it. first of all, it references Donald Trump Jr. It says, former first son. Is that a normal term, first son? By the way, I had a friend, family friend yesterday go to me, literally, this is like an actual thing he asked me. He's like, did you see that fish Donald Trump Jr. caught? <laughs> like, no, I fucking don't follow Donald Trump Jr.'s fishing. Sorry, Jim. He's going to see this. Fuck, what? <laughs> He's going to be heartbroken that I just brought that up, but I don't give a fuck about what that pussy catches. Yeah, he got right? eight mil, a thousand. This guy, he speared like a huge... Big eye tuna, which is pretty cool, or whatever the fuck he caught. He speared that bitch. Speared that bitch with a spear gun, but I honestly like that's some yuppie ass fishing. I'm talking about night crawlers on a bobber in a pond behind my friend's family house. That's fishing, son. That's fish. <laughs> <laughs> now, he um, 
he showed me this big ass fish. I just thought it was so funny. He's like, Do you see that fish Donald Trump Jr. shot? I'm like, no, I did I didn't. I don't know anything about him. He looks like an alcoholic. The way he, he combs his hair. I think he's the fucking exact same person as Hunter Biden, just with the like <laughs> I think I think both of these numbnuts, they both just have rich ass sons doing crazy shit. Yeah. And we're getting hookers and yeah. crack. And we're hanging out in Russia, and we're building super packs. The energy off this guy. He looks like he buys little Asian women. I don't know, man. Do you think Biden's going to be at the Super Bowl? <laughs> I hope so, dude. I want to hear the speech. Dude, uh, yeah, do you think they let him speak? Of course. America loves football. <laughs> we're going to love winning today. Football and frigadigadas, no. I'm from <laughs> Fork, Delaware. We're from Smyrna. We're bringing it back. I think he's from Scranton, New Jersey. He's from no, Scranton, New Jersey. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That was actually really funny because he is from Scranton. I went up to Scranton, <laughs> like for work a lot, and I used to see all these billboards that would like, while he was running there, like "Screw you, Joe Biden, you changed." <laughs> <laughs> the Rust Belt up in the upper Northeast Pennsylvania does not dig Joe Biden. <laughs> he's like, we went back to Scranton. We saw. We saw the people we grew up with, and he showed up, and they were like, "Fuck you, Joe! Fuck you!" The are you wearing a fucking purple rain shirt right yes, now? I am. You like it? Yeah. Where'd you get a purple rain shirt? It's just. It's Did you get that shit? Topic. I don't know. I fuck with it though. Fuck with it too, dude. I wear this at the bar. I get I get hella compliments. You're like nice. <laughs> So the conservatives in the article, they're trying to reference how they're acting, and they say, the former first son, Donald Trump Jr., tweeted to his followers, perhaps we should just let the good people of Montana do their thing. I imagine they have that capability to resolve and do it all themselves. In reference to the weather balloon? Yeah. The good people of Montana? Yeah. House Representative Ryan Zinke, Republican of Montana, told his Twitter followers to take the shot. In Montana, we do not bow. We shoot it down. <laughs> this weather balloon didn't even get on our country's soil, right? It was literally just floating off the coast, right? No, it went across the entire country. All the way did to the Carolinas, yeah. Why did we wait until the Carolinas to take this fucker? I don't know, but fucking... <laughs> everything says, like, Joe Biden gave the okay to take it down. All I know is if that weather balloon came to Philly, we would have whooped his ass. Just like that fucking robot, that flat Stanley ass robot that came, <laughs> and we whooped his ass too. What are you talking about? They had a a robot that was a hitchhiking robot that hitchhiked from like California all over the country. It was a thing that would pick up and place, and it had like a, a sign on its chest like "Pick me up and place me." Like remember Flat Stanley? Yes. So it was like a Flat Stanley like thing. You would had a note like. I'm Flat Stanley. Place me in a new place. Like something like that. It was a fucking like, it was like a pots and pans robot. Okay. So I see. It's, somebody made that. When it got to Philly, we beat the shit out of it and robbed it of all of the metal and left it there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, you should see this thing. I'm going to put it up, but send yeah, this thing through the Kensington. This thing, they would strip him clean. Are you, are you, do you see that right now? Yeah. The and pants? It's got like a smiley face and shit. He's like, I'm, I'm the robot. I'm a fucking robot. He's, no, you send it to Kensington and it just starts sucking dick for crack. 
Like, yeah, we about to turn this fucking robot out. This joint is on the <laughs> This thing's leaning on the corner. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, if that balloon came to Philly, we would have whooped its ass and then got on the poles. All right, shout, <laughs> out, shout out to Philly. I can't believe... It, I didn't even know it was going across... It was like the, how long was the balloon going across the country? Yeah, I thought you were still talking about people rolling this robot. <laughs> running his pockets. Was he just like on a reunion tour playing the oldies across the Midwest until like, <laughs> today when he got to Myrtle Beach and they were tired of hearing it? I wonder who made the fucking, like, the little blurb documentary thing with the I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. Oh, what are you, <laughs> the, with the weather balloon? <laughs> no, the robot. We're talking about two different things. Oh, I bet you we are right now. So th- there is a fucking, like, video. There's a, a video vlog. With the oven over, that's what you're I, saying, right? Yeah, I bet there is, right? Yeah, seriously, dude. That, I'm not even like saying that as a joke. It got to Philadelphia and we robbed it of the metal, and <laughs> like we killed it, and it didn't finish its journey. That's what he gets, man, dude. All right, can we talk about? Let's bring up the sandwiches because I did three of the five sandwiches this weekend. I, I obviously went to Connecticut. Well, not obviously. I went to Connecticut last week. I'll go over that in a second, but. I did three of the sandwiches. We went to Amato Brothers in Oakland, New Jersey, uh, Donkey's Place in Camden, and the Italian Kitchen in Pensgrove. So yeah. my butthole is wrecked. <laughs> I, I should not have had uh, that much lunch meat and flat top meat this weekend, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I woke up this morning so beat up. Like, I... I, I just couldn't even really eat last night. <laughs> like after after the chicken cheese steak at around three o'clock, I just I didn't even want food for the rest of the night. <laughs> I didn't really eat much yesterday. I, so yeah, thank God I didn't. I I think if I had a, I said to Christina, I was like, I think if I ate two more sandwiches today or tomorrow, you'd probably have to hit me with the <laughs> sandwich version of the opiate rescue narc- <laughs> Narcan. I'm like, huh, I'm about to steeze out on the ground. I need you to get some sandwich can. Yeah, get the ambulance. They've got this. <laughs> they, they definitely got this in the back. It's just Diet Kool-Aid. Dude, I just introduced the phenomenon of Italian hoagie dip to Dan and Jeff in the restaurant. Were they thrilled? It blew their fucking mind. Are you guys going to serve Italian hoagie dip? <laughs> their brains exploded out of their ears. They are like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about all the ingredients in a hoagie? And you put it in a food processor? <laughs> yeah, I fucking bought somebody. I put that on the Are You Garbage fan page, and somebody was like, Jesus Christ, $10 a pound? <laughs> yes, $10 a pound. This shit, this shit's liquid gold. <laughs> shit's fire. But it's so good. So we went to those three places. I got the Old World Italian 12 inch from Amato Brothers. We'll start with them. Good sandwich. I ordered it just like it said on the menu. On a seeded roll, soprasat, capicola, <laughs> prosciutto, or something like that. It, it had all the traditional Italian meats. Um, I didn't add mayonnaise. I did oil and vinegar in their seasoning blend. Very of good. Course, like a gentleman. On a DeLuca roll. You ha- you've had DeLuca, DeLuca rolls before, right? Yes. I like DeLuca rolls. DeLuca. Good snap. Crunchy sesame roll. Good sandwich. Did you talk to them? Tell them about your adventure? No, I didn't. I, I uh... You went in there with a fucking fake mustache on? Yeah, I sat out front, literally. 
You'll see the clip. You're, I, a, I, you're I, in a fucking trench coat on, on the shoulders of someone. <laughs> sitting out in front of the truck like, this place looks to be busy. There's a guy with a sandwich in his hand. I'll be going in there in a second. And then they were really nice. Honestly, when I got in there, they were uh, they were cool. But I was trying to figure out what kind of Italian family they were going to be. There's like different types of Italian families when it comes to like what they look like. And there's like skin. There's a lot of skinny Italians. You know what I mean? Like how there's. <laughs> yeah. Families like skinny, like black yeah, they're, haired. They're like birds. They look like birds. They're like birds. And then there's the fat one. <laughs> yeah. This was a fat Italian family, I think. I think. I think. We still haven't watched that movie Fatso where he's crying while he's eating sauce with the bread. <laughs> Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. Yeah, that was a good sandwich. Um, I'll put it like this. Great Italian hoagie. Not the best one I've ever had. I have to be honest with that. Yeah. Um, but honestly... Great Italian hoagie. Christina was thought it was really good too. Out of ten, give us a number. Out of ten, if ten is the best I've had, right? Yes. Seven. It's respectable. I think so, because I I don't have anything really negative to say about it. I don't know. I just didn't think it was like the best Italian hoagie I've ever tasted. The roll was great. Um, I will say that there's different types of sesame rolls that I like better, and like, you know. I like mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. It's your um, skincare routine. I know. It's how I keep my, myself looking lively and young. It's I put a little bit in my hair, to, you know, perk myself. <laughs> the fucking awesome wedding crashers reference. <laughs> 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 I uh, on a on an Italian hoagie. Yeah, I like oil mayo vinegar, salt pepper oregano. Yeah. Great sandwich. I just felt it was missing a little bit of condiment. Everything. I want the kitchen sink on there. That's what I'm basing the seven off of. It was missing what I would call the condiments I would put on the sandwich. Now, you would probably argue, hey, you could have just fucking got mayonnaise on the sandwich. But I ordered it. How is that on the menu? You know what I mean? Yes. Tradish. Tradish. So, next sandwich. Donkey's Place. Dude, this place looked awesome. <laughs> like, very old style. You could tell the flat top was like old and seasoned and cooked in. People sitting at the bar, people sitting at tables in the back, nostalgia and memorabilia all over the walls and everything, t-shirts for sale, stickers, all types of mementos and bullshit. The kitchen staff was very like chippy and fun. They had like the traditional cheesesteak place uh, drinks, like cherry soda, birch beer, Coke, Pepsi, all that type of stuff, like normal drinks and everything. Their fries were pretty good. I, they have shoestring fries. They were good. They use a fry seasoning, so not my favorite. Like it's like a like they're tossed in something. They're tossed in a fry seasoning that's almost like kind of barbecuey. Weird. Good. It's a good seasoned fry, but it's not like my favorite seasoned fry. But good fries. The cheesesteak was fire, dude. Like that. It was honestly a very good cheesesteak. Um, I again, I'm a cheesesteak snob, so I won't put it as my absolute favorite because there's a, like you know differences in this. But I will say, like in the reference of a cheesesteak sandwich, fucking popular opinion on this one. I I would go with the popular opinion that it's a good cheesesteak. It's a very, very good sandwich. I got it. How people said to order it, how they recommended it. You know, onions and cheese on the poppy seed roll. They make the meat, dude. You get in there and it's just sheets of meat. Just like piled up on this thing going, onions and everything going. Meat sheets. They don't chop anything. They keep it in sheets and everything. They flip the sheets, and then when they put the sandwiches together, they put the sandwich back on the flat top and cook both sides of the round roll. Damn. And then 
I ordered it. <laughs> the old black man, <laughs> the old black man in the back was so cool. I was like, right, I'm gonna sit down. I sit down for two seconds to drink my soda, and he goes, "Oh, hold on, now you don't gotta wait that long. I'm quick with it." And came out and gave me my food like that, dude. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's dope. And that was like you know, with probably thirty to forty people eating in there, like, like cooking. Like it was like probably like almost three o'clock when I got in there. Like probably thirty to forty people eating throughout the whole restaurant. I got my sandwich in like five minutes. It was fire. On a what? On a Friday, Saturday? Friday. Damn. Super good. Like the onions were cooked perfectly. Like perfectly caramelized and fried onions. Uh, nice and cheesy. I feel like a bunch of people acted like they submitted it. Like we had a bunch of people that were like, oh, that was my submission. You know what it was though is that it's a very good place and a lot of people like it. Like yeah. I, I had a lot of people that thought the same because I, uh, admittedly, I think we got three or four people that were like donkey's place. Yeah. The the Irish kid Ron, he said he he would go to the one in Medford. There's a different one. Yeah, it, donkey's place too. Yeah, they say it's goaded, the goadedest. That's the one that followed us. Actually, you know how you said, "Dude, donkey's place followed us." Place <laughs> two followed us. <laughs> well, it's the same guy. Is it? Same same place. Yeah, but I feel like that if it's a different Instagram handle, probably a different person. I don't, I don't know. know. Not a big deal. Great sandwich. Uh, the one thing, uh, Christina tried it. So Christina, my pregnant girlfriend, had a taste of every single one of these sandwiches this weekend. And uh, she was in heaven. She really liked the donkeys. It, but the one thing she pointed out, it's very much like a roast beef sandwich. It's very greasy and saucy. Yeah. It was really good. Though. The, the ratio of meat to bread was perfect. You know how you can get too much bread with the cheesesteak sometimes? Yes. It was, like, perfect. So. Out of 10, what's my 10? What's my favorite cheesesteak in the world? Was it portable, though? Was it like, could you, could you be walk, just walking down the street thing in your hand or no? No, filthy. Whoa. I got it in a bag and everything. Like, you know the, I, the iconic line I said last week from Fresh Prince of Valera? Like, yeah. Uncle Phil, that's not a cheesesteak. That bag needs to be dripping with grease. <laughs> yeah, this is what this thing looked like. I'm like, this is fucking dope. <laughs> Shit was wet. She was wet. No, it actually wasn't wet at all. Dude, they used thick butcher paper because you could tell the sandwich was meaty as hell. Yeah. I, so I had taken the sandwiches home. The Old World Italian and the Donkey's Place are right down the street from each other. So uh, I took them both home and tried them at home. I didn't the know t- you were a gentleman like that. I thought you would have started slamming it. No. It's what's called self-control. What most of us fats don't have. Self-control is a phenomenon where you... <laughs> Hold your mouth closed for a little bit longer than you expected to. It's like a PBS PSA with yeah. you talking about self-control. Your coat over your back and your foot on the on the chair. You with a book like, you eat too much. <laughs> you have a problem saying no when you have the food in your hand already. My name's Declan Brooks. I'm a fat sack of shit too. <laughs> yeah, so I I waited to bring the sandwiches home. You're rating though. My rating. I call Steve's Prince my favorite, uh, but I'm also thinking of other cheesesteaks I've had that are my favorite. Dude, Angelo's is fucking up there as a, it is. a great city. I, I can't even discount that. They're, like, Steve's Prince is my favorite, but Angelo's is, like, up there with it, too. They're both right next to each other just because I like a sesame roll. On the cheesesteak realm, definitely better than a Gino's and a Pat's. I think it's a little bit better than a Phillips. I'll give it a 7, too. An exact seven you need to hit with like some increments. We know that's what I just said 7.2. Oh, 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 
I thought you meant seven as well. Seven point two. Got it. That's what I what I actually did, but I made you feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a seven three. <laughs> we can't do we can't do incremental ratings. That's not gonna how it's gonna work. What do you mean? You if, if you try thousands, everything can't be a seven. Yeah, no, you're right. Another seven. <laughs> <laughs> Next sandwich was the chicken cheesesteak from the Italian kitchen in Pensgrove, New Jersey. I don't have high hopes for this. You don't? No. Why? Because you're used to shitty South Jersey chicken cheesesteaks? Yeah. Pensgrove, or is it Pensville? Pensgrove. Well, it said Pensgrove, but it was like, you know how Pensgrove, Pensville, and Carney's Point are all like the same place? Yeah, they are basically. That's it. That's pretty much what I would say. Straight off exit 1C on 295 headed south into Delaware. You will find the Italian kitchen on the right-hand side about a mile and a half down off the exit. We grew up going to the Roman pantry. Roman pantry is a little bit closer to where we live. I did find out that from where I live in Aston, it is 17 minutes to the Roman pantry and 23 minutes to the Italian kitchen. Something weighing heavily in my favors now. Um, I, uh, Becoming fat, by the way, if you're wondering what it's favoring. I enjoyed this cheese steak a lot. I, I just like the Roman pantry. I like hanging out down in those places. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, this place is great. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Every person that I posted the picture of the Ro- the Italian kitchen, they brought up, uh, oh, yeah, the Roman pantry. That's where Bruce Willis hangs out at. <laughs> Bruce Willis went there once. Yeah. They have, like, a fucking memorial there for Not a memorial. A fucking... Yeah, isn't he, isn't he from that area? Isn't yeah. he from, like... So, that's like it's like the same thing with Mike Trout. How he's from Millville, and there's the one bar I hang out with Daddy down there. That was like his. It's his dad's watering hole. Yeah, that's just such South Jersey garbage. He's like, yeah, his fucking sister's his fiance. She used to hang out. You know what I mean? Like fucking degrees. The entire town knows who you are. The next town knows over. They have a plaque for you in the shittiest dive in town. Yeah. Like, do you remember the the kid from Paul's Borough that was a quarterback that went to Rutgers and ended up playing on the Patriots? Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, Silvestro. I don't think he was a quarterback. He was a tight end. Was he a tight end? Yeah, he was a big, big fucker. I thought he was a fucking quarterback. Nonetheless, I just remember him like walking into bars in uh, like Shalit. I remember sitting there with that with the family and eating dinner on a Sunday one time, and he walks in. With like his two white girls that are for some reason hanging out with a like a fourth string tight end from the Patriots. Yeah, it's what you have to aspire to. Like, yeah, I got a fourth string NFL player under my belt in South Jersey. That's my, that's my what I tell my girls about. So yeah, Bruce Willis hangs out in the Roman Pantry. The Italian Kitchen is the sister store of the Roman Pantry. Both both places are owned by the same owner. I knew it. Yeah, they are. When you go to the Italian Kitchen's website, it says Italian Kitchen or Roman Pantry. Pick one, and then you. Go to the website for either or. Uh, I like the Roman pantry to begin with, like their hoagies, their cheesesteaks and everything. It was referenced to get the chicken cheesesteak from the Italian kitchen. I took the advice, went plain on it. I did chicken cheesesteak, just cheese on it. And I got fried onions on the side because I also had Christina try the other half to see what her opinion of was it. A good chicken cheesesteak, dude. Really? Like good and cheesy, great roll. Um, they use Atlantic City rolls. Like, like Atlantic City Rolls is a very good roll brand that's coming out of Atlantic City, I think. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, they're great rolls. I honestly thought it was a good sandwich. Great cheesesteak. Sweet. Dude, okay, so this is the one thing I'll point out. It was about $20 to $25 for each meal I got. I got 
you know, each place I got a sandwich and a side order. Like at Mato Brothers, I got the toasted ravioli, like the fried ravioli. They weren't that good. Their fried raviolis are right. Very plain. Marinara sauce seemed like it was like canned marinara sauce. Donkeys, I got the fries. Fries were all right. Both places, it was about like 23 to 24 bucks for lunch. The Italian kitchen was $14.99 for my meal. Cheese steak, french fries, and a fountain soda. That sounds like a deal. It was a deal. I mean, in this current economical climate with Joe Biden and his buddies down there in D.C., all right? I don't know how we turn political on this every time. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I thought it's still a great deal on a sandwich. I mean, great chicken cheesesteak. Um, one of my friends saw that I posted it. She's like, that was actually my response. And when she saw that I posted that I went there, she's like, me and my husband went right there and got a sandwich after you posted it. Really? And then she sent me a picture of her chicken cheesesteak as well. Shout out, Kel. So, um, I feel like I, I, I go into... I go into Roman Pantry and they're just mean as hell. Every time I've ever been in there. You just got a fucking attitude. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever gotten that from those people. Dude, I think it's just how Italians talk to people. <laughs> oh, you know what the other thing I got was? was a sausage roll. So it was just a fresh Italian sausage wrapped in, in uh, provolone, wrapped in pizza dough, and made like a, like, you know, like a hot, like a, like the hot dog roll ups, like a pizza, like a, pr- a pretzel dog. God damn. Sounds yeah. amazing. It was, dude. It was fucking, it was a sensational solicit. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I was stuffed like a pig this weekend, bro. Like, I, I just feel like we're, we're in there and there's just some nice Italian cafe music playing. Maybe some flamenco guitar. Dude, I thought I was sitting there next to Pete Rose. Okay? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm looking over at this guy. He keeps looking at me. He's got a pirate's hat on. I'm like, why are you staring at me? And he had this like, very familiar face. And I'm like, you look familiar. dude. like, why do you look so familiar? And I looked it up, Pete Rose, and it was just slightly not, it wasn't him. I'm like, that's not him. I can't, I can't go up and ask him if he's Pete Rose because he's not. <laughs> Pete Rose didn't even play for the Pirates, dude. I know, but he's, he's, was, he's an athlete, a pro athlete. You got to hide sometimes. Yeah. Trying to keep my gunzola. <laughs> Gazito. <laughs> um, so yeah. I also got the pound of hoagie dip, South Jersey delicacy. Mm. You can find it formerly in Fanari's, now ShopRite in Gibbstown. You can also find it in most delis in the South Jersey area. It is all of the ingredients of an Italian hoagie, including the tomato and the lettuce, eviscerated into a slurry <laughs> that is called hoagie dip that you can tear bread off of at parties and dip into. It's a staple. Staple of it's my been ass. at every party I've ever been to. Every time you went to a party growing up in South Jersey, your mom or somebody would go, oh my God, you see they got the hoagie dip? Like, <laughs> pretzel salad. Get some of that. Oh my God, did you say pretzel salad? <laughs> yeah. What is pretzel salad again? Isn't it fucking cool whip and pudding and pretzels or some shit? It's jello with broken pieces of pretzels in the jello layered, sometimes red, white, and blue for 4th of July. With whipped cream on top. It's the fucking, when you combine Cool Whip with Jello, and it creates that, like, Jello cream thing. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like an ambrosia. Somebody was telling me about ambrosia. Yeah. I would I would compare that to an ambrosia. It's fucking trash. That's what it is. It's great, I, though. Dude, yeah, it is. I mean, that just, that just threw me flying back. Right? <laughs> threw you for a fucking loop. I can picture us having the cops called on us at a family party. At the Perlinges. 
when we're lighting fireworks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jim's gonna love this memory, Jim. I have the same memory of pretzel salad there. That goddamn the Fourth of July parties we used to have their their huge house in the backyard around the pool with the Rottweilers. And we would fucking do a white trash fireworks show out in his backyard like he does every year. And somebody called the cops one time, and I just could never take a hint growing up. I didn't understand social cues and when not to say things, so I didn't get smacked. Remember the cops showed up, and I'm like, oh, we should put a Bad Boys song. My daddy's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I remember him just being like, shut the fuck up. Somebody lit off a firecracker in their hand. I forget who it was. Probably Tyler, if I had to guess. It was either Tyler or Alex. R.I.P. Alex. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I remember the fireworks. The Got the cops called, and the cops show up, and they're just lighting fireworks off still. And they're like, you got to stop doing that. And I didn't take the hint, and I said something stupid, and I got yelled at for it by Daddy while the cops were there. <laughs> but I vividly remember eating the pretzel salad next to that pool during that party. Yeah. Man, screaming back. So hoagie dip, chicken cheesesteak at the Italian kitchen. So I will say my favorite chicken cheesesteak is the air in the area right now, to be honest with you, is Phil and Jim's in Brookhaven, Parkside, whatever you want to call it. I got shit for this. What? I got I got chirped. Somebody said you're you're bullshit and it's not good. Who? <laughs> Chris. Chris called me out on my personal Instagram. He's like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> he don't know shit. He lost his fat guy card. Chris Dorita? Yeah. Chris, you're a fat guy, all right? <laughs> That's a great chicken cheesesteak. What do you... Does he even, has, has he even had Phil and Jim's? Yeah, he has. He said it's trash. Oh, that's funny. I, uh... <laughs> I like Phil and Jim's a lot. That's funny. Oh, it's trash. It's my favorite. Fuck you, Chris. You're probably watching this. Fuck you, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, go birds. Fuck you, go birds, you greasy cheeseburger-eating bastard. I call him that. Every, I literally, every time I call him, I, I, he answers the phone. I said, what are you doing, you greasy cheeseburger-eating bastard? <laughs> and he usually answers, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get this number? <laughs> I've like the past like six or seven years of calling Chris. Every time I call him, he goes, dude, I'm sorry. I, I keep Whoa. forgetting to say Chris, this is something weird that he does. He's never saved a phone number. He doesn't save contacts. If he knows you and actually is friends with you, he knows your phone number by heart. That's love right there. Yeah, it's so funny. It's actual love and probably one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. It's weird. He does not save contacts. All you have to do is just type their name in. (laughs) (laughs) That's coke dealer shit. Like, they can never know their names. They can never know who I've done my correspondence with. Yeah. That's funny that he has that. Dude, it's funny. I just had another person say to me they thought that was their favorite chicken cheesesteak. I go off Phil and Jim's right now as my favorite. Who else would I say that has a good chicken cheesesteak? Shelby's has a really good chicken cheesesteak. I just had one of those recently. But not a lot of people do a good chicken cheesesteak. It's always usually chopped. I've never seen a a, a, a thin-sliced loined out cheesesteak so i would say this wasn't that like crazily chopped like there was chunks of good chicken in it like it was like it took like unbreaded cutlets and chopped it up on a scale of one to ten let's give it an eight one that's I high. Thought it was great that's high yeah thought it was great now 
I think eight ones. That's off the rip because it was actually a really good cheesesteak, Raymond. Like it was a really good chicken cheesesteak. We'll hold it. We'll hold it until I change it. Now, let's use those numbers in the metric of this. How we're judging this, we're not going to have categories of different sandwiches. I'm going off the five that we've chosen right now to pick my favorite sandwich in the area, unless I feel as though we need to try more sandwiches. Because to be honest with you, we're getting some pretty good suggestions from people all over the place. Like De Costanza's out in Boothwin. Apparently there's a really good oh. Italian place. Also the Caramia Deli in Chichester as well, near me. Mm. A very Italian sounding places. They all sound really good. Um, there's also another one I was suggested by shout out to Nick Casella. If you need to know who's doing the hard work in South Jersey, it's the people catching your crabs, people, and then selling them to you when you need blue crabs in the summer. We have a close friend that um, works in that industry in South Jersey. Um, never forget where your food comes from. These people are good people. Support it um, by locally. He gave me a pretty good suggestion. Cue elevator music, Raymond. I have Italian cafe music. Yeah, that would be good if you put that in there. I've been um, using it the whole time. That's really funny. <laughs> Bud's Market in Quinton. If you're still around trying sandwiches out, the cheesesteak however you want it. Get the whole size so you have the other half for dinner. If you're there early enough, get you a coffee. That's, this is how he said it. Get you, get you a coffee and a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> there, I'm almost there every day of the week. They are my go-to. Sounds dope. Listen, I trust South Jersey crabbers as well as he was formerly a tomato farmer. He was also, he would skin deer. I used to have a deal with him where I'd give him free deer corn and for hunting, and he would give me deer meat when I was a farmer. In my previous life as a farmer. It, Raymond. I don't think we ever talked about that. You know, let's finish this up, and I guess we'll talk about that for a second. Uh, <laughs> That's how we know these places, too, because we grew up in... There's a running stereotype about South Jersey and the Philadelphia area, specifically South Jersey, about how, you know, people don't understand how people from South Jersey are sometimes, like, kind of country or hickish. Dude, it's because we're all, honestly, like, 15, 20 minutes away from Philadelphia, but we grew up doing hick shit and farm shit, growing up in the fields, growing up doing hard, you know, manual labor, living in a farm area. Some people's families still rely on the the land and the industry and they they go to wholesale and they they farm and they they live off that shit in south jersey the garden state so that's why south jersey is kind of hickish because once you if you go east of philadelphia 15 minutes and then go south from there down to the ocean is all hicks yeah and that up to the north up the toms river is all hicks from there <laughs> rural rural yes rural is a good word to put it but i would put hick grew up Grew up hunting coon dogs. <laughs> the Italian kitchen definitely was a good little stop. I got hoagie dip. We tried some of the fresh desserts that were there. I enjoyed it. Do I think it's my favorite sandwich yet? Not sure. I got two more to try. I'm going to try and pop them in. I was going to try to go today, but man, seriously, that's where this conversation started. My butthole is torn apart by these sandwiches. I have just been like, duh. I'm not like sick, but man, you're it sick. does weigh on your soul of the butt, your butthole soul when you eat this many sandwiches in a, a 32 hour period. I fucking, man, uh, 
the two sandwiches I ate back to back Friday night really set me up for a bad Saturday because I did not feel good at all. I had a sandwich hangover. <laughs> <laughs> it's no joke. I had like a sandwich hangover. So yeah, that's the beginning of the sandwich census here, people. We got two more sandwiches to try. We have Luigi's roast beef sandwich over in Mantua, New Jersey, and we also have Lee's Hoagie House. I, this is the one I'm like curious if it's gonna be bullshit. I don't know if Foley just tossed us a bullshit bone, but I'll take it. If this is the best tuna hoagie I've ever had, it may just win the episodes. Ugh, but dude, I just gagged. It's gross. I love tuna. Stop. Tuna hoagies are they're they're essential for one in my fishing plans. I, every great day of flounder season I've ever had, Raymond, I've made a tuna sandwich for. And then I toast the bread, I make a tuna sandwich, I slice an avocado, I put provolone on a tuna sandwich. The good fat. We heard this. The good fat. <laughs> avocado and bacon on a, a toasted sandwich with tuna and provolone. And I usually come home with a limit. Really? I mean, in my head, yeah. <laughs> It's gone that way when I've done that. And then when I didn't, you know, I had like days where it didn't feel like I did as good, but I also could be making it up. I, I just remember like, no, yeah, the best day I've had out for flounder season in Sea Isle, the 21 and a half like flounder I've caught, which is like the bigger, the bigger one I've caught back there definitely was on a homemade sandwich. How do you remember this? He's like, yeah, what was I eating that day? I had fucking banana peppers on there. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Dude, I definitely <laughs> had a bag of ruffled chips. I definitely had ruffled cheddar chips. Sour cream cheese ruffled cheddar chips, yep. <laughs> Knowing that day, now that I just thought about it, I lost a rod that day. Oh, man. I was, in the I was water? Fish. In the water. Raymond, yeah, in the water. <laughs> no, I left it. I le- he got away. He jumped out while I wasn't looking. Dude, no, the fucker that's what- took the whole rod? No, not the flounder. I got caught on a fucking crab trap. <laughs> I uh, wasn't. I was fucking. I thought I avoided it, and it was just I was sitting in a drift wrong. Was going past a, a spot, and I had caught a fish, and I thought I avoided the trap, and all of a sudden I watched my rod just go. Whoop. <laughs> it, just, it was just gone, and I was sitting there for like ten minutes casting with another rod, trying to find it, snag it, and cut it, and I couldn't find it. That's fucked up. But I had a tuna sandwich that day, so everything was all right. <laughs> Dude, that's one of those moments you do not know what to do. You're like, I guess my rods go. That's happened to me twice in my life, dude. The rods are the moments where you don't know what to do. The rods. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Losing your rod. Okay, so that one was to a crab trap. The first time I ever lost a rod fishing, a fish took it from me. Like, I was uh, so... My buddy Ryan Rosario was supposed to meet me to go fishing. I got off work. We were going carp fishing at night on Kelly Drive. Didn't want to be there alone on Kelly Drive, so I told him to come meet me. I was smoking a blunt waiting for him, and I got off a 3 to 11 shift, and I was exhausted. And I fell asleep, and he never showed up. So while my rod's out, I hear my rod's going off, and I look up, and my rod takes off like a water ski, and... Disappears into the Schuylkill forever to never be seen again. Big bitch. Big bitch. 
that's one where it wasn't totally my fault. It was my fault. You but didn't it was have my... the tuna sandwich. Dude, I had the tuna sandwich. It might not have happened. <laughs> so, how's your week been? It's been good. I mean, it hasn't that been that great, but I don't know why I said that. I've been getting stranded in my car recently, everywhere I go. What you what you roll around in? You roll around in a, a G wagon, right? <laughs> yes. No Ford Ranger O two V six three O. Same thing. I keep getting fucking stranded. The one day I go to a laundromat to like dry some clothes because there's so many fucking people trying to wash their clothes in my apartment building. I get there, put it in for like an hour and twenty. I go out front. My car is just dead. Won't start. I had other shit to do and be at. And I figure out my battery is completely dead. I end up getting it jumped and get home. And I look at the battery and it's like seven years old. Which is like double the life of battery. <laughs> yeah, I think I put it in when I bought the car. Oh my god. I can't believe I got seven years out of it. That's so funny. But I ended up getting another battery. Put that bitch in there. And then the next day, my fuel pump has been going. My car doesn't want to start sometimes. I think my fuel pump went now, and I finally got it to a mechanic. Do you think the battery had anything to do with that happening? I don't think so. I don't think that's connected in any way, but who knows? I limped that bitch to a mechanic, and now I'm carless. You called me, like, been trying to start this thing, it just won't. <laughs> I was just sitting in my car for like 45 minutes trying to start it until it finally started. And I just drove straight to a mechanic. And he's getting it figured out. But I have no car now. Which is weird. I haven't not had a vehicle since I was probably like 17. I know how that feels, brother. My car situation is probably the saddest thing I've dealt with in forever. <laughs> Did you hear anything I, back about that? Dude, I just... So that's the fucking... You know how, like, there's just bullshit reasons for everything? Yeah. Now there's like a, an ice storm down in Texas... Who told you this? My mechanic. <laughs> Your mechanic is a meteorologist too? A fucking meteorologist too. He's saying there's ice storms? Hold on. Let me see. Storms in Texas and Mexico that are preventing the supply chain from getting Chevy parts Jesus into the... Christ. I think this guy's lying to you. I know. <laughs> I, I don't think he is, but I don't know, dude. What did he tell me last night? He's like, dude, we've... He's like, I've been trying to get parts right now. It's fucked for Chevy, right? Oh, no, I found it. On people. People.com. Epic Texas ice storm kills at least eight, leaves 400,000 without power. Jesus Christ. It's not even that much people. You know how many people live in Philadelphia? <laughs> Dude, 400,000? That's a fuck ton. Yeah, it probably is. For Texas, it's probably a lot. It's like a fourth of Philadelphia. So I'm saying though, in Texas, there's a lot of land they got covered with 400,000. True. That's just West Philly. Yeah. We had somebody come into the bar last night just asking Jeff for all types of crazy shit that we don't have. Yeah. And <laughs> first of all, he comes in, he's asking for a Henny Colada. What the fuck is that, dude? Henny, Hennessy, but yeah. in a Colada. Get the fuck. What the fuck? And was Who like, does? you don't have that? Who would do that? <laughs> I'm thinking, Who's... like, you mean like fucking Dunkin' Donuts, like a coffee colada? 
<laughs> Strawberry culotta. He asked for the specific. It's funny. We had no idea what it was. <laughs> Jeff was like, any culotta, son. And then he goes, Well, do you have uh, like terram- terracotta or like manicotta? Some type of tequila. And Jeff is like, No, all of our tequila is right there. We don't have any of that. And we're like, The fuck is he talking about? We're talking to Dan later. And Dan's like, Oh, terramana. And we're like, What the f- What are you talking about? We've never heard of it. He's like, yeah, it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila he just put out. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, dude, I fucking love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> he, why would he ask us if we have that tequila? What an insane request. Well, all right. Well, we didn't talk about this yet here. I uh, went to Connecticut this week for work. Yeah. And I did comedy. Where at? All over. I went to, you know, I just, hold on. I just won. I just fucking won a round of Fall Guys. Is that hard to do? I don't know. I think it's pretty much surviving mini games, but I just, I just won. I just fucking won. It's the why first time. Why are you playing Fall Guys while we're podcasting? See if I can. See if it makes me goofy. No. I went out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And. I went up to a couple cool different places. I went to the Ale House in Mass, and I went to the Nook, like I always go to on Thursdays up there. The earlier nights were all right. I went to, like, Christopher Martin's, and I went to Dangles. That was a good night, all right night. I also went to the Hungry Tiger that night. I followed this guy, Mo Green, on Tuesday night, and then I just so happened to follow him again Wednesday night, and he had made a similar joke both nights that gave me a good walk-up joke and he had just he had referenced uh just like how like you know he's like white people always be trying to like be cool with black people and like he jazz he's like they like jazz up the ebonics but when they do it they make it sound whiter he's like yo my brother he's like talking about like he's saying it like that like making it sound super white so uh, two nights in a row i got to walk up on the stage and be like what's up my brothers and sisters this shit's about to be crack a lacking <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> this is about to be bussing, am I right? And then I hit it with a my favorite part, I hit it with a Chris Rock. I was like, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally was like, fellas. <laughs> Let me talk to you for a minute. It was a it, it was a fun week, dude. I had a good week. I'll be in Long Island this week. Well, I've done only the Long Island scene because I didn't want to drive to the city from where I was at before, but I might this time. I'm looking forward to some New York comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My dog just heard me say that. He's like, yeah, sure, pussy. <laughs> Did you hear him just go, oh. <laughs> no. Oh, man. If you, He just moaned, like, super loud when I said that. I was like, I'll probably go do some New York comedy. He's like, yeah, whatever, pussy. <laughs> so do you have plans for the Super Bowl? Super Bowl plans? I do not yet. So I have to go to Ohio the day after the Super Bowl. I haven't really planned that out yet. I have, uh, you know, work this whole week, and then I have to come home. Not sure what I'm gonna do yet. Most likely, we'll go somewhere near the city, so that when we win this motherfucker, go words, um, that I have somewhere to immediately go rage in the city before I have to fly to Ohio the next day. Yes, I expect to be a little hungover on that flight. Yeah, or just tying one on and continuing. <laughs> I might just have her drop me off drunk at the plane. Just on a bender. 
like, sir, are you drunk? I'm like, yep, go birds. <laughs> like, can you just do a security check for us first real quick? Yeah, what do you want me to say? Like, go birds or something like that? You want me to, like, you want me to sing the song E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles for you right now? <laughs> I'm I'm going to drive to Philly immediately as soon as I get done work. I think we might close early, but I'm not sure. Oh, uh, you guys are going to be open for that? Yeah. I hope you can get up to Philly at a decent time. I don't even have a location where I'm going. I just I just need to be in the, within the city limits. Do you want to meet at the Moose Lodge? The Lodge. Maybe. Lodge. The, uh, How far there's is that a, from Broad Street? Me 25 minutes to get there. Mm. We, we will mount the medians and then we will climb the poles with our people. I may just go straight to Broad Street by myself and just wade into the crowd. I might buy some fireworks this weekend and get ready. <laughs> Just so I can be the guy walking around like, ah, man, I'm still in a a sandwich coma right now. I'm tired. We're getting hit hard right now, dude. A lot of shit going on. I might be desolate. I may be living on the streets. I doubt it. I'm going to be podcasting off of the streets on the sidewalk. I got to fucking, I'm going to have a, an extension cord going in someone's backyard. Dude, you know, listen, I, when I was giving out soup on Christmas Day, I pulled up on Broad Street, and there was a guy inside of, you know, I stopped because it looked like a little enclosure built on the side of a steam pipe. Yeah, you were talking about, like, a little house he built? Yeah, and, like, I go up, I'm like, hey, man, you want some soup? And it's, like, a little, like, five foot six, five foot seven guy, and he leans his head inside and goes, guys, do you want any soup? <laughs> You look in Mark Norman's in there, their podcast. <laughs> He's like, ah, soup, ah. <laughs> now, it's going to be the most best produced homeless podcast on the East Coast. The yeah. Hoagie. <laughs> yes, but we're still going to get them out there. There's a lot of shit going on. But this was another one, guys. Number 13, lucky number 13. This is the Hoagie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> This is the Let Me Call You Back podcast. Check us out on socials, 555. Let me call you back on Instagram. You can find me at Declan Loves Meatballs, and you can find Raymond at Ray Brooks with an X. Ray underscore Brooks with an X. Thanks a lot, guys. Stay tuned. See you next week. Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.